What if everything we were told about how to be happy and to live a successful life was wrong? What if the answers to our questions about how to live fully lay directly within ourselves? Hi, I'm Lisa. I help women just like you heal from their limiting beliefs and step into their power by connecting with their bodies. In this podcast, Evolve or Remain, I teach you how, through your human design, my life coaching skills, and spirituality. The payoff is big, and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. Let's make big changes together. Hi there, and welcome back to the Evolve or Remain podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Healy. Today's topic is vulnerability. I've been wanting to bring this to you for a while now because I like to use the tagline, vulnerability is your superpower. But why, why do I even mean when I say this? Have you ever noticed that there's been a ton of talk about vulnerability for the last few years? This was sparked by one of my faves, Brene Brown, and her famous TED Talk called The Power of Vulnerability. And I'm going to get into Brene's research towards the end of this episode. But first, I wanted to get into why I even wanted to raise this topic. For me, up until the last several years, I saw vulnerability as something negative, something that I wanted to hide so I could appear strong and in control of my world. And I bet that some of you can relate to this. In my first marriage, I look back and realize that I held back my vulnerable emotions in order to appear strong and more together. And I realize where this was coming from for sure. I was essentially a single parent most of the time. My ex-husband was the breadwinner and financial supporter of our family, but emotionally and mentally, I was the support for my family. And the masculine part of me was at the forefront of doing this. I handled the day-to-day events, the plans, getting everybody where they needed to be, all the household, everything. So as a result, I overcompensated and became very comfortable putting on a strong exterior like armor. God forbid anyone see me squirm or see my weaknesses. That became my comfort zone. So what happened is that not only did I push down the feelings of weakness or inadequacy, The habit became easy to push my feelings down in general and appear strong to the point that I didn't even realize I was doing it. As women, and with the rise of the feminist movement, there has been a push for women to appear more masculine. And when I say more masculine, I mean masculine energy, strong and in control. And what we sacrifice in doing this is our vulnerability. We don't even realize that this is happening. We feel that for someone to see us cry is such a weakness. But now there's been a shift to expressing the more feminine aspects of ourselves and even for men to express their sensitivity and vulnerability is now a positive and respected trait in many circles. I personally feel that a man is more attractive, appealing, embodied, and actually more masculine when they are able to express their feminine side. Jumping to the present, I've learned over the past several years that my vulnerability has been the key to my connection with others. I found that whenever I become more intimately open and share my vulnerability in my friendships or any relationship, 
it elevates the level of the relationship. If we are connecting with others only superficially, we're missing something and our relationships can only go so far. As time passed, more research came out about women trying to be so strong, trying to be perfect, for no one to see us sweat. Of course, this is a sign of the patriarchy we live in and the need for women to compete with men in the workplace especially. But this is the world in which we grew up. It has taken time for us to slowly realize the power of vulnerability. Vulnerability provides us with the ability to connect with others, abandon trying to be perfect, abandon trying to be inauthentic. It provides a better connection with ourselves and a confidence in who we are and our willingness to show it. So to get personal here, when I began to share more with my kids about my experiences when I was younger, like when I was their ages, the choices I made with relationships at that time, it brought us closer together. And my kids have really appreciated seeing mom as someone who isn't afraid to express her feelings and emotions. And in doing so, it made it easier for them to do the same with me. When I was able to share my vulnerability with my mom and let her see the things that scared me and made me look weak, she was able to see me more as a real person versus a woman who was just trying to be strong, someone who I really wasn't. In my marriage with my current partner, we are both able to express our full range of emotions. And in that way, we are able to deeply connect. There is a strong respect there that I have never had in any other relationship prior to this one. I would say that the ability for me and my partner to connect emotionally is the strength of our relationship. This emotional connection has allowed for each of us to know how the other processes information, feelings, and interactions with others. As he and I tend to share everything that we are experiencing when we need to unpack our feelings. What that may look like is one of us saying, hey, I need a few minutes of your time to just unpack some things. I'm going through something right now and I just need your ears. This may not even be about our relationship, but we hold space for each other to be seen. And this is something I'll talk about when I get to Brene's research in a few minutes too. Why is vulnerability so attractive? Being vulnerable is an attractive trait because it means a relationship is able to progress and become more intimate. Make sure you're opening up to the right person, but more importantly, build a firm belief in yourself that your life will continue beautifully, whatever their reaction is. Vulnerability is about connection, deep human to human connectedness, and therefore it is your superpower. The reason we are on this planet neurobiologically is to connect with others, but it is only your superpower when you learn to manage it and use it for good. Vulnerability occurs when you are uncertain, at risk, or exposed in some way. So no wonder it feels uncomfortable and yucky. We quiet ourselves by numbing with alcohol, drugs, food, social media, all kinds of distractions, pick your poison. Numbing keeps us away from knowing ourselves and feeling our true feelings. We are scared to death to be vulnerable. We think that no one wants to see our true vulnerable feelings. Feelings make people uncomfortable. To be open with our feelings, to be vulnerable publicly takes true courage. 
It's a lie when we are told that we are brave and strong for enduring hardship with no emotion. That's an old patriarchal pattern. Historically, it has been seen as brave to be stoic. No, that is not healthy, and that is not the way to heal ourselves. The way to connect with others, the way to heal ourselves, is to feel our feelings. Vulnerability is a superpower. It is a key to connection. In her beautiful book, Bittersweet, Susan Cain references vulnerability, stating that it unites us, that it is strength. A union between souls is being vulnerable. When we share sadness, we share in a common suffering. It's one of the only times that humans allow themselves to be completely vulnerable is a time when our culture allows us to be completely honest with how we truly feel. She talks about funerals being a space for humans to connect in a vulnerable way in order to heal. But funerals shouldn't be the only place which we can be safe to be vulnerable with others. I realize that in art, be it movies, books, something that moves us to tears, this is an honesty that we aren't truly allowed or permitted in normal daily life, but it is brought out in those art forms. Being vulnerable is being honest. When I went through my divorce, I began to feel deeply all kinds of emotions. I would cry more easily, be it in sadness. I would experience more true appreciation and joy. Going to the ballet, reading a beautifully written passage in a book, watching a movie that is beautiful in its depiction of characters, acting, or events started to move me to tears. It was almost that I was just bottling up all of those emotions, and now the door was open for everything to come flooding out. I began to realize that for the majority of my life, I was trained, conditioned not to feel crying, emoting for whatever reason was seen as a weakness and then therefore bad. I think the real issue is that many of us don't know how to deal with our own emotions or the emotions of others, so we're programmed not to show them. But what if emotions and feeling them all was a gift? What if by feeling everything honestly and expressing everything, we are rewarded with stronger relationships, more connection to those around us? So now to Brene Brown and her famous TED Talk on vulnerability, which started this conversation, a phenomenon that she wrote several books about, looking at vulnerability from all different angles. Brene found in her research that connection is why we're here neurobiologically. Connection provides purpose and meaning in our lives. Brene states that in her research that when she asked people about connection, they talked about disconnection. People said that they thought that if others know blank, something bad about them, then, then I won't be connected to them. It came down to shame. People would feel that this connection would arise from not feeling pretty or rich or smart enough to be deserving of the connection. Worthiness is a strong sense of belonging, and people needed to feel worthy of this connection. People in her research who felt worthy of connection were people who had the courage to be kind to themselves first and then to others. We can't practice compassion with others if we don't have compassion to ourselves first. Connection results from authenticity. People needed to be willing to let go of who they thought they should be in order to be who they were in order to connect. So powerful. 
Another thing Renee found of the people who all had in common this ability to be able to connect and who had that worthiness, they fully embraced vulnerability. They believed that what made them vulnerable made them beautiful. They talked about vulnerability being necessary. These results were not what Brene was expecting to find, and they led to a spiritual awakening for her. Vulnerability is the core of shame and fear and struggle for worthiness. Also the birthplace of joy, creativity, belonging, and love. That means in order to love fully, to experience joy and creativity fully, we must be vulnerable. She learned we do numb our vulnerability. Having to ask for help, initiating sex with a partner, getting laid off, laying people off, all are vulnerable states that we all deal with on a very regular basis. We live in a vulnerable world. A willingness to say, I love you first, to do something where there are no guarantees. You can't choose not to feel feelings and have a few beers and then eat your emotions away. If you numb the hard feelings, you also numb joy, gratitude, happiness, and then we are miserable from not feeling anything, and then we numb again. It's a vicious cycle. The more vulnerable we are, the more afraid we are. In politics, there's no conversation, just blame. We pretend to be perfect, but it doesn't work. To love with our whole hearts, even though there's no guarantee, is so hard. To practice gratitude and joy in those moments of terror. So to say, I'm just so grateful because to feel these feelings is to be alive. We need to believe that we are strong enough, that we are enough. Stop screaming and start listening. When we come from here, from this place, we are kinder and gentler to those around us and then kinder and gentler to ourselves. So think of some ways in your life that you aren't being completely honest and real with your feelings. What are you holding on to that you don't need? Who can you open up to that will help you unpack what you're holding on to? If you aren't able to unpack your feelings with your partner, I would question your relationship and consider what is missing and where you may need to ask for help. If you aren't sharing with your partner your deep emotions, your concerns, you're depriving your relationship of something beautiful. Some steps to beginning to accept and realize where we need to be to be more vulnerable. Take some time to be quiet. Sit and contemplate or meditate. And this doesn't mean getting into your head and overthinking. Sitting, taking a couple deep breaths. Breathe in for five and then out for five. As your mind begins to wander, just recognize what it's doing and bring it back to your breath. Try to breathe for five minutes in this way. Set a timer and continue. After your silent sitting, take a moment and journal on what emotions am I feeling? What am I holding on to that I need to share with someone? Who do I want to share this with? Write down who comes to your mind first. You might be surprised who that is. The purpose of this exercise is getting out of your head and into your body. The longer that you're able to sit quietly breathing and focus on the breath, the better. If you can do 10 minutes, do it. 
taking the time on a daily basis to connect with yourself is a way to improve your relationship with yourself and get out of the autopilot that we all live in. This will allow you to recognize that you have feelings. You are worthy of those feelings, whatever they are. You are worthy of connection with others. You are worthy of being fully seen. In my coaching sessions, I will teach you how to implement daily activities to build your self-worth and vulnerability in order to connect with yourself and others. You need to do this if you want to manifest a healthy love relationship. You need to do this if you want to manifest the right job. You need to do this to achieve relationships with your loved ones that are fulfilling and worthy of true connection. Click on the link in the show notes and schedule a call with me so that we can work together and improve your life. You are worthy. You are loved. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If this content resonated with you, I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you are ready for change, join my free Facebook group, Evolve or Remain, where you can connect with me and begin your journey to your purpose. The payoff is big and nothing is more worthwhile than embodying your best self. The link is ready for you in the show notes. I'll see you next week.